Hey, welcome to the Engage Network Podcast. We're so happy to have you join us today. Why don't we dive into another incredible, life-changing message? It's interesting because Pastor Brett had said to me that uh, months ago, I want you to preach. And so he sent me a text message and he goes, it's your Sunday, buddy. And I didn't respond back, so he decided to get somebody else to preach. I think the best way to never have to do this is just don't respond to text messages. But then Pastor Jeremy had sent a message, and he had said, hey, we're looking to do the three of us. And I said, listen, they're going to kill it, so I'll just come up and try to do a cleanup. But uh, as I was reading through uh, Colossians 2, I hit the, the verse 10, 11 when it talked about circumcision. And I said, we at church don't speak enough about circumcision. And then, I, and then I prayed and I said, Lord, what do you want me to preach on? And he said, I want you to have eyes to see, ears to hear, and a heart to grow. And right at the very beginning of Colossians 2, 6 and 7, it says, So then just as you receive Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to you live your lives in him rooted and built in him, strengthened in the faith, as you were taught, and overwhelming with thankfulness. The part that I love in verse 6 is that it goes on to say that God has taken ownership of you as you live your lives in him. To be in him, in Christ, means that we have accepted the sacrifice that he has given to us. As Gavin had said, it's something that we don't necessarily deserve, but it's something that God has given to us. And we do nothing for it. So my wife and I, when we got married, we, we, we bought a house, which the Lord was a part of that every step of the way. But in our house, the house was okay, like a five out of ten. Our backyard was about a two. And my wife watches the, you know, what not to wears and the, or the DIY projects. And so she says, this backyard has to be at least a three. So I said, okay. In the middle of our backyard, we have the largest poplar tree you had ever seen. And so I said, we're going to build a deck. The deck is going to be around the tree, and we're going to build a fence all the way around it. She goes, okay, this sounds amazing. And the cheap, frugal guy I am, I decided that I'm going to shovel 40 different holes, and I'm going to do this fence on my own. The issue with a 40-foot poplar tree is that there is 40 feet of roots everywhere that you go. So no matter which hole you were to dig in, you hit a root each and every time. So my dad, bless that man, uh, came and brought an auger that he had gotten from Home Depot, and he says, you are an idiot for trying to do 40 holes on your own. So we eventually got it done. But the thing that I didn't realize is that what you see above ground in a tree, you don't see what's working on underneath. A tree that is 40 feet tall is 40 feet, if not longer, underneath. You see, to be rooted is to be fixed or grounded, to not go anywhere. We establish roots because that's where we want to be. We, in our house, we establish roots because this is where we wanted to raise our family. This tree, which once started so small, has now grown so tall and is a pain when it comes to building a fence. If you look at Psalms 1 verse 3, it says, He is like a tree planted by streams of water 
which yields its fruit in season, and, who, and whose leaves do not wither, whatever he does prospers. A tree roots, and then it grows, A, because it needs to, to establish a strong foundation, but B, to find nutrients. Moving on through verse 7, rooted and built in him. You see, to be built in the faith is an integral part of God's plan. In the Old Testament, it was called banar, which was to build or to root. In the New Testament, is demeo, which was to build up. As you read through uh, verse 7, you see that it's a progression of. We are rooted. We are built. We are strengthened. We are overflowing. If you go and you look through Jude, verse 2, if you don't know where Jude is, it's Revelations. It's scary. Go back one. But it says, but you dear friends, build yourself up, your most holy faith and pray in the Holy Spirit. So we're to be rooted, established. We're to be built up. Nutrients. You can't have a tree and not have the thing grow because if it doesn't, it'll tip over. We'll be knocked, as, as humans, if we don't continue to grow, we'll be knocked over. And so we move on through to be strengthened. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me and a strength to go on in our own faith. You see, God gives us the strength to not only continue our day to day, but God gives us the strength for us to build up others. There are certain trees that actually will enroot themselves with other trees to make each one stronger. The thing about the strength, though, is that you don't just get it from water or bread. You get it from reading the Word. You get it from Bible studies. You get it from church. You get it from listening to the radio. So I've heard. We are to be rooted. We are to be built. We are to be strengthened. I've always wanted this part. If I can get the, uh, the band to come up. If, uh, if you can wax, wax the, uh, the ivory keys, my friend. My daughter, who is eight months ago, as I was out, my wife decided to draw her a bath. And when I came home later, she goes, George has been up there for a while. You need to check on her. So as I opened the bathroom door, there is water everywhere. An overflowing bathtub of water. She splashes water everywhere. So I honey, did you? She goes, listen, I said, you have a bath however you want to have a bath. So that is the result of. Months later, my wife says, can you go upstairs and draw your daughter a bath? She was not feeling good. I said, okay, I'll do this. As we went upstairs, I turned on the water. I looked at her and I said, let's not have 
the same thing that happened last time. I put a restriction on the amount of water that she was going to have in the bathtub. I came and I, I was downstairs doing something. My wife came upstairs and there's my daughter huddled in the bathtub with water as low as it possibly could because she was afraid to have an overflowing amount of water coming out of the bathtub. At the end of Colossians, it says, you are to be in the faith as you were taught and overwhelming with thankfulness. Here's the progression of it. You are rooted, you are built, you are strengthened, and then with all of that, there's an overwhelming thankfulness, an overflowing thankfulness, which means if you have a bathtub, God continues to pour the water into the bathtub and there's no stopping it. You have water all over the bathroom, coming down the stairs. It's like the wet bandits on Home Alone. It's nonstop overflowing. We can't put God in a box. We can't decide as to how much or what's just enough when it comes to what God is willing to do in your life. So as long as we accept Christ in our lives, we become rooted, we're built, we're strengthened, we will then have an overflowing with thankfulness. Which then means, as pumped as you are about what God is doing in your life, you are then going to show others how pumped you are what God is doing in your life. You are the example, and he gives you more than enough. Let's pray. Father God, we want eyes to see, we want ears to hear, and we want a heart to grow. As we bring you into our life, or as we bring ourselves into your life, as you come into our heart, we will then be rooted built, strengthened, and we will have an overflowing of thankfulness. Hey, thanks for listening. If you'd like to learn more about Engage Church or continue your relationship with Jesus, head to engagechurch.ca. We'll see you next week.